and you're very welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. And today we're going to talk about starting out in landscape photography in Ireland. I don't know who you are, but welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Sit back, relax, and listen about cameras, gear, settings, stories, and all things photography. Join Dermot and Darren on Ireland's Best Photography Podcast. Let's go. And you're very welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. I'm Darren. I'm your host this evening. And I'm joined by somebody special today. I'm joined by Mark Fletcher. Mark, how's it going, buddy? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? Very good, boy. Welcome to the Irish Photography Podcast. Yeah, it's great to be on. Yeah, thanks for coming on. You know, I feel privileged. Like, I mean, you kind of, you jumped on us there with Bernard's one, but to be fair <laughs> to you, you <laughs> did a fantastic job in it. I mean, the trip that she had sounded absolutely incredible and you were fantastic on the podcast, man. Yeah, it was, it, it was, uh, it was a great, it was a great trip. Like it was just, and it all just kicked off from a simple text message to Bernard and he were good for sunrise. Little did I know I'd end up in Donegal, you know, <laughs> good trip. <laughs> And also, you know, you get to Donegal with all the massive potential in light and not take any photographs as well. And, you know, like to hear that and to kind of see it pan out as, as if I was there, you did a fantastic job explaining it on the podcast. Yeah, it was brilliant. It, like the lads were very disappointed. Like I was disappointed I had no shots, but I got to see these places and they're places I have in my head to go again. And like mm-hmm. Bernard was there the weekend to see the shots that he got, man. I know. On, what a polar opposite. Oh, jeez. I was sick when I seen his shots. But like it was good. It was good. Uh, you know what? It was it was great to kind of live it with you. Like you know, so I, I don't take too much offense that you jumped on after we even inviting you on beforehand, Mark. So I let you off on this yeah, one. That was right? kind of awkward. Deli- <laughs> I know, but you handled it well. You handled it well. Yeah. So look, I'm delighted to have you on. And you know, this is one of the reasons why I wanted to have you on because you know, I think I met you a year ago actually in Dublin at a, a 53 degrees event with Bernard. I think wasn't it? Yeah. 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 It was the launch of of of, of him as a brand ambassador for 53 degrees. That's a, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And you were just starting out in your landscape photography journey, I believe, at that stage too. Yeah, I actually had reached out to, to Dodd for help with some um, with editing and stuff like that. So he, I, I, I spoke to him up there. And after Brilliant. that, then I started going to him for some editing tips and he was get, helping me out, you know. So Fantastic. Having looked Fantastic. back since. And looking back, you've actually fast forwarded very quickly because a year later you're throwing out some absolutely banging shots i have to hand it to you your acceleration has been phenomenal and thanks very much i appreciate that man yeah you know and like i wanted to kind of get into your head and say what's it like actually learning photography in ireland in this day and age you know so i suppose that's why i wanted to get you on so i'm going to throw a few questions at you and maybe we can try and you know, get some interesting answers because i'm really really you know looking forward to hearing what you have to say i suppose in regards to your journey so far so that's what we're going to do Are you ready for it i'm ready man hit me with your worst <laughs> All right. Okay. So look, you know, the usual one, I suppose, really, you know, starting out, like when did you start and why did you start into photography? Um, I started roughly two years, three years ago, like just nothing really major. And okay. then I came across on Instagram, Mr. Bernard Garrity. And okay. that just inspired me to get into photography, like the conditions that he was in, the shots he was showing. And that just gave me the itch then for photography. And ever since... I'm trying to match him, but I I just can't catch up with him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Like you'd have to be pretty fast mounting oh, to be able to Jesus, keep up with Bernard. Like, like especially the way he goes up the sides of these, I wouldn't even call them cliffs; they're walls. When we walked up there uh, in Stirl Ridge, Jesus, like trying to follow a mountain goat. 
he was oh my god he couldn't keep up with him he's an animal he's but, unbelievable uh, yeah. he's unbelievable you know, he, he reaches the parts that other beers can't reach I suppose it's really unreal, he gets up man, quick like, to, to suss it out like yeah so Bernard really was you know your inspiration as you say from a landscape photography point yeah. of view but did you go straight into landscape photography or was your did you try your hand at anything else in photography before that no it was basically straight into landscape and I haven't really stopped since I, like any chance to get get out I'm gone nearly every weekend I'm gone somewhere I've and the worst thing is, I don't really plan, which Burner gives out to me a lot about. <laughs> I just get up yeah, and go somewhere, yeah. you know. I just don't yeah, plan. Yeah. And yeah. sometimes it works out and sometimes it doesn't, but that's all part of it. It's all about luck. I mean, you can plan everything you want, but you know, the life may not play ball. And I, mean, I suppose when you look at weather forecasts in Ireland, I always say they have the easiest job in the world, which is cloudy chance of rain. Yeah, I mean, especially this country every anyway, single yeah. time. Yeah, exactly, you know. And like when you say there you haven't tried anything else, you started taking some portrait photography in the landscape as well. So you are learning a bit more, aren't you? Well, yeah, I've tried, like, I've took pictures of my nieces and nephews, but you'd want patience of a saint. <laughs> no, I just, <laughs> I, about it. I just couldn't do it. Jeez, I, I, I'd be in jail. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm very similar to that. And that always gives out to me, you know, that it's... Uh, Oh, yeah, you use your phone for taking photos of the kids. Yeah, because by the time the moment has come and gone, I'm still faffing around with the settings because I'm so used to setting things up, I suppose. And actually, I experimented during the whole lockdown. I learned a few things that you don't always have to be an ISO 100 or ISO 200. You can go up and you yeah, can Yeah, I've actually found out. things don't work that way, you know. I found it out as well. I've done a bit of, uh, during lockdown, I just go to my local wood and I was taking shots and I was yeah. up in the ISO as well and was getting some nice shots in the forest. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. It's good to experiment. Like, yeah, you know? it's, good, it's good to play around with the camera too, you know. Absolutely. So just thinking now back, I suppose, when, re, when you first started out, right? Mm-hmm. Or even when you first started to say, you know what, I'm kind of going to take a bit more interest in this. What was the biggest challenge? You mentioned there about editing. Was it, did you have your pictures done and then you said, okay, I need to know how to edit them? Or was the biggest challenge getting the picture and understanding to take the picture in the first place? Everything. <laughs> camera <Okay>. settings, everything. <laughs> But editing big time, uh, I struggled with editing big time. Like I could look at YouTube all day and I still wouldn't pick yeah. it up. I'm the kind of person that needs to be shown by someone. But yes. once I'm shown, then I kind of know where I'm going. You're away. Yeah. So like in fairness to Mark Ryan now, he's been helping me out with a bit of uh, Photoshop lately. So okay. that's, ugh, I'm so scared of Photoshop. It's not funny. <laughs> I just, I'd rather still stick to Lightroom. But Mark is pressuring me to, get on to Photoshop as well. So I have to work at that as well. Yeah, well, you know what? I mean, you're right because there's so much involved in it. Like, you know, you say all the settings on the camera, like you could go off out and you could see a beautiful scene. And I'm sure it happened to you because it happened to me as well. And it still happens to me, by the way, that you see a beautiful scene, but yet you can't capture it or you miss it. Yeah. And you go, ah, oh, damn, I missed that. But I suppose it's knowing why you missed it as opposed to how, or I suppose to how you missed it, then not knowing at all is the part where you learn more, I suppose, yeah? Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like you, go, you you look at your camera, you think you have a great shot and yeah. you come home, then you're just like, where did that shot go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's, it's, but look, it's all part of learning too, isn't it? You just get on with it. It does. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you mentioned there about, you know, learning from others and learning from Mark and stuff like yeah. that. I think that's been a big influence from how you fast tracked your learning curve, I suppose, from learning with, with others and from others in the field. It's, yeah, but like that's what I love about the photography community. Like, you can reach out to anyone, and like they're always going to help you. Like, there's never, yeah, like no one has ever said, well, "No, go away, I'm not going to help you." I've always had someone to help me out, so I can't complain. And, 
And I suppose when you think about it in that way, you know, it's the first thing is reaching out and asking the question. Yeah. And that knowing and say, oh, you know, I need a hand with that there. So anyone, I can ask for that. And then you ask and then you get your answer. And I think that's a great way to be able to learn too because if you're out and about, as you say, looking on a screen and if I'm out in the field with you and you're going, what settings are you using there? Oh, okay. And then you play around and you might go, oh, one down, one up from that. Oh, okay. Now I understand why it's these settings. So you know it yourself then the next yeah. time. Exactly. Because it's for the light that you experienced, yeah? Yeah, and for a good while, I was very uh, shy. I, I, I'm very... It, it took me a while to reach out to people. Yeah. But once I understood that there was no problem, I have people, yes. drove, I have people drove crazy now. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, it's, and now it's like it's kind of starting to come back. I have actually people asking me things, and I'm like, brilliant. why are you asking me? Like, who am I? Yeah. You know? It, it's brilliant. It's, yeah, I love it. It's... it's it's something that has really, really taken over me. It's, I live for photography now. That's just the way it is. Well, it's very, very addictive. You well, know, it's unbelievable. And, I addictive. Suppose, and I think the thing about it is, is that you're, you're chasing the light, but also you're chasing the company as well, for me anyway, because I know that when I go taking photos, okay, I love being on my own because I find solitude great and stuff like that to recharge the batteries. But I also love going out and being in another place with somebody else who's also taking photos, who you... You chat away about photography, you're chatting about what you're seeing, you're chatting about compositions, you're learning and sharing ideas as you're going along. And effectively, both of you come up a level by spending that time together. Yeah, that's 100% true. And you'll have you'll have great crack, regardless. Well, you know, the crack is just brilliant. Like there's anyone that I've been on a, uh, taking photographs with, it's a laugh a minute, you know, it is. And it's a solid piss take for the whole day. And that's what makes that's what makes it good. <laughs> well, you know what? And wouldn't it be a pain in the ass if you go off out and you're spending time with somebody and you're having no crack and you're having no laugh and you're just kind of going, what's your settings? ISO 100, F11. What's yours? Uh, I'm not those, I'm not telling you. Oh, I'd be gone off a cliff. <laughs> I mean, I'd be gone off a cliff or something. <laughs> it wouldn't be worth it. <laughs> but, you know, that's the thing, you see, because like you would expect people to be secretive about all their settings when you're looking at them doing stuff. But, you know, you go off out, you're in the same boat. You're learning again from each other, like you said. But people are out to help you. They're not, you know, it's, it's that's for me at the end of the day. Like, if, if someone asks me for advice, no problem. If I ask for advice, it's always no problem, so... It works, exactly. It works both ways. Absolutely, absolutely. And I suppose, you know, what then when you think about how you've evolved, right, over the last, let's just say six months. I think this is crazy how I've evolved. I just still think I'm a crap photographer. <laughs> well, you know, look at the image here. Do you know a very interesting thing for you to do, actually, right, is look at the last image that you took and look at the exact same image you took a year ago or something similar from around that same time. And you'll see your evolution, not only in your processing, but also in your composition and also in your understanding of light. So it, that's something that you kind of go, oh, what are you asking me for my evolution? Of course, you've evolved for sure. Like The rate that you've evolved is really, 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 really fast. Jeez, I can't. I, I would have never thought that, to be honest. I, like, I look at people's photography and I just say, oh, Jesus, that's just amazing, that shot. And I, I look at mine... Mm -hmm. It's all right. That's just the way I am looking at it. Like, you know, it's... So, like, I suppose the question I wanted to ask you on that was, like, can you think of, or do you know, or have you reached this yet, where there's a turning point, you're kind of going, you know what, mm, I'm not half bad at this. Um, it's just people 
commenting on my photographs, just telling me how good they are. And, and I'm just like, I'm blown away by people, what they say about my photographs, because I just, I just don't think I'm that, I'm that good. And that's just me right. being honest. But okay. like when people just comment, I'm, I'm just like blown away. Like even my father is my hardest critic and he's like, yes, yeah, that's a good shot. That's a good shot. So like when, when he starts good. saying things are good, I'm happy. Yeah, yeah, happy days. So, like, with that in mind, right, when you first started posting up your images, was there one particular shot that you went, my God, look how many likes this is after getting. Jesus Christ. Okay. Lately. Which is the right way to be, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Lately, the the shot that I like the most this year is the shot in Google and Barrett. Okay. It was the one with the fog. I was actually there with Marco Ryan that morning, and that yeah. was just that was phenomenal. The one we featured in one of the yes, uh, showcases here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the Gugan Barra shot. Yeah. That that is an absolutely beautiful shot. Yeah, uh, we, we, uh, I was blown away that morning by it because I tr mm. I tried it twice before and yeah. I was just like and failed twice. Failed twice, but sure. Look, I got the shot in the end, so. Happy days. So did you, did, did you do a little dance inside there so at the time when you got down there and you saw the conditions and then you saw in the back of the camera? Or did you wait for the dance to happen when you got home? No, in my head I was dancing all the way down. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, was, I was so happy coming away from Gugambara. I was like, I couldn't believe it. It was just an amazing morning. Brilliant. Yeah. And then what, when you got back home, put it into the computer? Oh, when I looked out on the computer, I was like, time for a breakfast roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was Celebrate. Oh, yeah. Brilliant, brilliant. Right, well, look, Mark, we're going to take a quick break there, okay? And cool. we'll come right back after this break. After this break. Hey, guys, this is Nick Page from the Landscape Photography Podcast, and you are listening to the Irish Photography Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the Irish Photography Podcast. And Mark is still here with me. He hasn't run away yet anyway, so that's a good sign, Mark. I hope you kind of enjoyed the first part anyway, yeah? Yeah, I'm enjoying it, yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. A, a very different experience, I can tell you that. I'm not used, I'm not used <laughs> to this kind of carry-on. Uh, well, sure. Hopefully the second part will be more at home, Sophia, oh, and we relax into it and stuff like that. Yeah. So let me ask you a question. Yeah, hit me with Now it. that you've come on so far, right, a year later, okay, and you still don't think you're a good photographer, fair enough, right? But what would you do differently now from what you've learned so far when you're starting out in photography? I would walk before I run. And that's advice mm -hmm. that Bernard gave me. Like, I was trying to figure out how to do everything in as as as... As, as soon as I started, I was looking to photographs, how to do a long exposure, how do I slow down the water? And it, it's just, it took me time, but yeah, Bernard just said to me, look, Mark, slow down, walk for your own, learn your settings. Once I have this setting down, move on to the next one, move on to the next one, mm -hmm. and just bring everything together. And then in the last six months, it's kind of clicked, you know? Okay. I'm a bit, okay. Of, a bit of a slow learner, but once it clicks, it clicks. But you know what? That's important, though, because it has to click. Otherwise, as you say, watching the YouTube video, it's not yeah. really going to kind of sink home, let's just say. So when you first did that, then I know you're looking back at yourself. And you're okay, at that same time, you're going to say, all right, Mark, you know, learn to walk before you run. What's the first thing that you learned? Settings. Straight to settings. Um, manual mode. Just get my settings down. And just one thing at a time, just get my exposure triangle right. Then mm -hmm. I, set, I, I twigged at me. Um, watch for light. Watch yeah. for the light in your shots, and that's when things really started. The magic started to happen once I started getting a bit of light in my shots, and now yeah. I'm just looking for light everywhere. <laughs> and that's just so. So you have your photographer eyes. I know when you're walking down the road or driving in the car, you're not looking at the road 
100 I nearly went over the ditch more times. <laughs> Uh, look at the light look at the light look at the light and next thing I'm really in the field looking at yeah it can be deadly alright yeah, it can it's, be deadly it's great and though. you know what it is great it is and it's like you said earlier on it's so addictive that you're kind of always looking for that light and you're chasing that light as well yeah it is it's amazing when you're just driving and you're looking in the mountains and next thing you see the light just go boom and you're like mm. where's my camera it's at home always yeah. I, I, I went through a period of time where I always had the camera in the boot I left every morning with it well, I'd be terrified of that no way I know <laughs> That was that's exactly what stopped me as well though. It's just like, you know, all of a sudden, bang, done, gone. But there's so many cars being broken into lately. It's crazy. I know. Campers, it's everything. unreal. Yeah, it's unreal. So yeah, yeah. It's sad. It's it is sad, sad when you think about it's it. Sad individuals Mind you, look, absolutely. But you know what? There were cars being broken into as well before now, but it's just worse, and that's the problem. Yeah, a lot worse. So, yeah, it's not a really good sign, I suppose. Really, you know. But yeah, and you've probably seen a bit of that too when you were travelling around too. Oh yeah, in Donegal and stuff like that, you know. Again, when you were talking to the to the very friendly guard. Oh yeah, that was so funny. Just yeah. sitting in the back of the camper, we were next to having the chips. Next, he just guard walks up and full long conversation. He was telling us all about a friend of his camper van that he yeah. just bought and he got sent off to get. I think it was get sprayed or get some some work done to it. And their man just gone with the van. Took the guy he got to uh, do the work disappeared with the money with wow. the camper van, but. Thank God he got the stuff back. Well, he got most of it wow. back. Wow. You know what? It's amazing when you hear these stories that are going on, like, but the fact that he got it all back is absolutely We're all delighted. Delighted to hear that. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, like looking back there now, right, in regards to what you do differently and then obviously what you've, from what you've learned so far. If you met me tomorrow and you were saying to me, you know, Darren, wouldn't you get into a hobby? Like, you know, like, yeah, I want to get into a hobby. All right, yeah. Would you not try the old photography? And I'd say, yeah, I would, yeah. What advice would you give me starting out? Enjoy it. Just enjoy okay. it. Just like, don't go crazy. Don't try to, don't expect too much when you start. Yeah. Just enjoy every bit of it. Learn it. And you will see yourself come on and leaps and bounds. How, how about all the shiny things that I want to get? Would you persuade me towards them or away from them? Oh, shiny. <laughs> we all we all there's want a, shiny there's, things. There's a suffering of yeah, gas here, I think. We, yeah. we all want shiny things, but affording them is a different thing. This is true. Yeah, it's a very expensive hobby, like. Oh, yeah, it's unreal. And I, I, I hopefully next week I'll have a little seventy-two hundred for myself. So I'm looking forward. Oh, brilliant! To yeah. What well, shiny? It's yeah. shiny. I need it. I need it. I need it. <laughs> oh yeah, of course you have to have it. Like yeah. I mean, you know what? Like you'd be lost without it. Yeah. Just what reason is that for the justification in gas? It's normally Dodd inside this day, crikey. <laughs> I've been with Mark a few times now, and he's he's let me use his uh, seventy two hundred. It just it just gives a different aspect to your shots, you know. It's a it di- does. A complete different different aspect. It is. So it that's is. what I'm looking. Absolutely. So like, especially for like, and I want to try do a bit of wildlife photography as well. I want to try get some squirrels okay. and some deer and stuff like that. So very good. Just try something different. And would you give anybody advice about tripods? <sighs> tripods I'm not the best with tripods <laughs> how many have you I have I've, the last two I have they've broke I don't okay. know whether I just I, like, the leg I got a three legged thing there and I was in Killarney with Mark and next thing just the whole leg just came off of my hand and I was like what what is going on here dude so yeah you, there are treads in it just yeah. broke it just popped out of my hand and I'm like right I'm either too strong or I don't know what's going on here just, it just broke in my hand so well, me, me and tripods aren't really the best of friends, but I need to get a good good tripod. So how many tripods have you had so far? This is <laughs> this is my third one. 
<laughs> okay, that's not too bad. Yeah. That's not too bad. In the space of two bad. years is my third one. Yeah, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. You know, Dad had three in the space of three months, but you know, I think a very good piece of advice for somebody starting out is to get a good tripod. Oh, hundred percent. hundred percent tripod. Tripod, yeah. and for me, like uh, waterfalls has really come my thing in the last six months as well. I love my waterfall shots. Yeah. So tripod, polarizers, and maybe a pair of wellies. Waders, yeah. waders will even get you in better. Yeah, true, true. They're not that expensive either. You can buy them cheap enough. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm just looking at my tripod here, and I'm so disappointed the leg is broke on it. So hey, are you tripodless now? So you, you've got your two-pod? Uh, no, in fairness to Mark O'Brien, he gave me one of his uh, tripods. Like He gave me his Raleigh one. It's, it's huge. Oh, very good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a class tripod. That's a, that, that's a very, very good one. I think Dodd has the same one, actually, yeah. Yeah, it's a small class. ball head on the top of it. Yeah, or do you use your own ball head? No, I just use the one that he has on it. It's very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it's int- it's interesting. Like you say it there now, right? That like you've gone three legged thing. You know, you've a Raleigh tripod. Two years ago, would you have gone for either of them? No, cheapest chips. Exactly, cheapest <laughs> chips. I had a yeah. oh Jesus, I had one at one time. It just it's a, it just the same thing. It fell apart. I don't know if it's just me with tripods or it's just it just fell apart on me. Yeah. What are you doing to them, man? I have no idea. I just twist things too much. I think. <laughs> <laughs> so it just breaks on me. I'm just looking at Mark. Them. I'm afraid you're going to get your rally tripod back there in a few pieces. I'd say. Jesus, don't say that. I'll be shocked. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I barely use it. Ah, oh, yeah, a likely story. I'm, just afraid, I'm actually afraid to use it in case I water. break it. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Actually, they're, just, they're made to be used. I know, but Jesus, like if I break a rally tripod, I'm done. Ah, you're getting the 7200 there. That'll make up for the pain. It's okay. Like you can drown your sorrows and holding your 7200. I can't wait to get that now, right? It's something I'm looking forward to. Did you go Did you go for a Canon 7200? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I went for the... Okay. F- the Oh, the four, the F four, yeah, yeah, very good. I have the exact same one, and it's fantastic because you don't need the two point eight from a landscape point of view no. because it's too heavy. Yeah, the F four is perfect, and the two point eight is crazy you know? money. <laughs> it is, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it's much heavier as well, like you know. Yeah, and like I mean, I noticed that now because I went down to the deer rut last year, and I ended up hanging out with all the bazooka boys. I remember so that I felt photo, like yeah. a pipsqueak next to it, and. uh I got one, the 150 to 600 since, and even at that, it's heavy. And I kind of go, mm, okay, if I can get close enough, I just use my 7200 because it's a much lighter lens. There's no weight in that 7200 for what it actually gets you in the range, you know? Cool, cool. I look forward to getting it. Yeah, yeah it's really, really nice, really, really good uh, lens. And you, do you get the IS stabilization? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah you got you got good gas, like, you know what I mean? It's okay. Yeah, we can leave you off on that one. Maybe that's a justified <laughs> yeah, yeah. gas. But that's there, just right? another I'm thing. I'm sure Dad will give you the approval. That's another thing. Like, I, I, I'm terrible at, like, if someone t- said something to me about a lens, I'd be like, what? Uh, uh, like, all I want to know <laughs> is, like, if it takes a photo, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. like I, don't, I don't get into all the other crap about it because I, I just don't understand it. So there's no point. Well, you know what? There's a lot to be said for that too because, I mean, if I'm ever stuck for something, I just ask Dodd because he went to college to learn it. I just learned it by pressing buttons. Yeah. So, you know, if it works, it works. Like You get people that was, as you say, with settings and stuff like that, but understanding, oh, I'm at F8 for this reason or I'm at F11 for that reason. I mean, you can go to F8 or F11 for a number of reasons. 
not just one reason, but it's even going, do you get bogged down in that or do you just take the photograph because it works? No, I just go, you know with, I just I mean? go with the flow. It's, like, it's normally F16, F, F11, that's me. I'm happy at that. <laughs> F11, ISO 100. Yep. Boom. There you go. Sweet <laughs> as a nut. <laughs> so tell me, you mentioned there, right, that you know, you've been on the go. You've been out every weekend. You've had the camera in the hand every opportunity that you can. Any chance. You've gone off on... Right, you've gone off by yourself, you've gone off with others, you've gone the length and breadth of Ireland so far, it seems. Yeah. What has been your nicest location so far? Two locations for me is I love being up around Wicklow and Kerry. Mm -hmm. Killarney, yeah. Dingle is oh, it's just amazing. I love those Isn't two. Isn't it? Uh, Glendalough is, is, is an, it's, it's, for me, it's, 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 it's just, a, I don't, I love Glendalough. Why? I don't know. I just love being in Glendalough. And mm -hmm. in fairness, I've been showing a few waterfalls around there as well. And I love going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You have to go back. But then, like, like Glendalough, I think is beautiful, right? Yeah. Uh, you've got your flat lakes, you know, you've got waterfalls, you've got hikes, you've got vistas, everything. Yeah. But then you look at Kerry and you've got that in Killarney National Park and then some. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, and then you go to the coast. Oh yeah, Dingle. Dingle is just an amazing place. Like even out mm. to Dunquin Pier and Slayhead, all around Dunmorehead, it's just yeah, yeah. it's beautiful it's class. It? But like, it's just something I have to get into more. Is actually is uh is by the sea. Get more shots by the sea because living in the Midlands, you're like two hours, two and a half hours. Like to get to Dingle, mm -hmm. it's three and a half hours. But it's a fair old drive. Yeah, but I don't I don't mind driving. It's just. It's just something that I have to start getting back into is getting down by the sea and getting more shots because I actually enjoy being by the sea. Mm, absolutely. I love it. It's everything. It's for me, my place that I love yeah. to go to every single time. Yeah. But like, you know, you mentioned there, like it's not that far and it's not that far and you go to the sea and you get the fresh air that you get from there. Like, did you go to places like that before you took up photography or has photography now pushed you further to say, I'm going to go off out to these places. I'm going to start hiking around to these places. Yeah, photography's really got me into that. Like n Normally, I'd just be here in, in Schlee Bloom Mountains before I took up photography. Like, I used to always go up there and go for hikes and walks up around there. Like uh, my mm -hmm. Glen Barrow Waterfall is actually one of my favourite places to go. I, I just love being up around that area. It's 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 fabulous. And uh, okay. like I used to work for my uncle driving his van, and I used to drive all around the country for him, and I'd be in Wicklow, I'd be in... I'd be, like, and you'd be looking out the window and you're just saying, geez, that'd be a great photo, that'd be a great photo. And that's another kind of reason why I got a uh, camera. Yes. So, yeah, and just, that's basically it. I, but, like, photography has definitely brought me to a lot of places I would never thought I went to. Like, would you have gone to Donegal now and thought about pitching a tent to the side of a cliff? No, never. Not, like, that was, like, my, probably my first time camping out, my first or second time camping out. Yeah, actually, there you go. Yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy what comes with photography. It's not just taking yes. a photograph. <laughs> no, it's not. No. It's the journey getting there. That's it. and it's, but it's a great journey. Like when you absolutely when you like especially when you have company. When you when you have the likes of Bernard and Milo beside you, it's just like you don't even feel the time. Oh, sure. You don't even feel the time going. The laughs. <laughs> it's nonstop, oh, especially it's with not. the two of those boys. Like do you know, you couldn't meet two better characters. They're just unbelievable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they bunks off each other, oh, I suppose. And then you were wicked. You, you were in the middle. Oh, right, when I fell asleep, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, but that was quickly resolved as well, I believe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Cacked my pants. That <laughs> uh, was a good one, I suppose, yeah. really, wasn't it? No, when For you look sure. back at it, you have to laugh at that one. That's though, like, brilliant. So. You, can't, you can't but laugh. If you can't laugh at yes, yourself, exactly. you might as well give up. 
True story, boy. Absolutely. And you know, like we said there about, you know, two favourite places, so being Wicklow and Kerry. Yeah. Um, is there places in Ireland that you want to go to that you haven't gone to yet? I'd like to do the Dark Hedges. I've, I've, I've never been up that side. I've, I've been to the Giants Causeway, but it's always too overcrowded to get a, a shot, you know? Yes. Um, but I definitely want to go back to Donegal. I've unfinished business there. I definitely have to go back. Well, definitely. I mean, look, you only got to see that from the side of a window, really, in reality. I mean, okay, you did a small bit of hiking to get to places, but even still, at the same point, it was from view of a car seat, really, wasn't it? Yeah, like, to see it and not be able to photograph it, 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 it was a killer. Yeah. It's just... Yeah. Them Donegal, Donegal is beautiful. Um, and I would really say to you, like, spend a lot of time in Donegal if you want to really soak it up, because yeah, yeah. it's... You want a couple of days oh, there? More. Yeah. A couple? More. It's, more. A, it's, a, it's a huge county. I, I've been to Donegal twice, and I had to cut the second one, I suppose, short because of the start of COVID. But even yeah. at that, we've only just scratched the surface in regards to what you can do in Donegal. And Bernard, in fairness to him, he knows some savage spots. Sure. Like, even looking at Donegal. his videos the other day, I found a lighthouse, just the rainbow. I was like, why couldn't I have that? I know. You know? I know. And, like, he's already got that scene as well, down below in Don Patrick, over down, over um, the head in Don oh, Patrick yeah. a couple of years back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, like, Bernard's just spoiled. But you know what? In fairness to him, like it's you, you get out there, you put yourself in the position, it's a game of luck. There oh, are yeah. going to be chances. But in fairness to Bernard, he moves to where the light is. Yeah, he, he like So he increases his chances, like. He knows what he's he knows his stuff, like he knows what he's at. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, the last question then I have for you, I suppose, in regards to locations, Mark, is actually probably we will be with Bernard when he's back up and running. But have you any foreign trips that you want to do, or is there anywhere afar now that you've kind of gotten the not just the bug for it, but you've gotten good at it. And okay, take the compliment. You've gotten good at it, right? Thank you, sir. Um, so now that you kind of want to go, okay, I want to see further afield. Is there somewhere that's on a bucket list that you'd love to go photograph? Or have you anywhere in mind from maybe the first trip? My that's two questions, I suppose. My yeah. first trip away is actually going to be in uh, the Isle of Sky with Bernard in February. So Brilliant. I'm really looking forward to that. And I have two locations then. I definitely want to do the Dolomites and Lafon. They're yeah. like bucket list big time. Yeah, yeah. Like, good good spots. Oh, jeez. Like, you just watch the videos. Like, even on YouTube, like, Mads Peter Evans and stuff. And it just blows you away, the, the, the conditions there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, look, you know what? You're spoiled for choice when you think about those places, too. Because, like, you're probably going to go to the Dolomites in the autumn, I imagine. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you'll go to Lofoten in the, in the cold, in the snow. Yeah, I, I I love to see the Northern Lights. That's just a big thing now. Is I want to see the Northern Lights. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I've often been saying to, to Dad over the years, you know, I'd oh, love to, I'd never seen the Northern Lights. But yeah. I said, you'd love the Northern Lights. No, no, no. Not nothing for me. Done nothing for me. I was like, what? I sent him a video of Maz Peter Everson when he was uh, on his Sony or whatever it was and there was a breaking aurora above. And it was incredible, the video. And you could hear the life and everything in Maz. And I said to Dear, and Dear was like, no. Nah. Does nothing for me. And then he went to Lafote and he's like, oh my God, I love them. They're amazing. I'd actually probably cry if I see them. It's, it's, yeah. it's amazing just to watch them. It's, uh, it's class. It, it is, you know, and I think like even you, you, the places you mentioned there, I mean, Isle of Skye, I haven't been there, but I wanted to go there. Yeah. I was supposed to go to Lafoten, so we don't mention that one, but I didn't, I've been to the Dolomites and the Dolomites is beautiful. But if you go to the Dolomites in autumn, 
But Mark is going there in a couple of weeks, hopefully. Yeah, himself, um, you know, himself so, and Purcell and Ruben is going with with, uh, with Bernard as well. Yeah, so that's a good crew, good crew that, of guys together. That's going to be a phenomenal, phenomenal trip. Like even the photographs you see from that spot. I mean, the Dolomites is two things. One, huge, really awe-inspiring, and you know, really big mountains. They're proper mountains, like, yeah. you know. But the photographs you can take there, even when we were there covered in snow, it's just a completely different magical world on its own. You won't get those places yeah. anywhere else. It's, I remember watching your, totally your YouTube channel and I was like, my God, even the patterns in the snow and everything, it was just, it was crazy. It was nuts. So you imagine now take away the snow and reveal all that pasture, all those autumn colours, all the colours of all the foliage, everything. Yeah. And then the light. Oh. Like Dolomites would just be outstanding. That'd be a dream and, come true. Well, you know what? Maybe September... 2021 hopefully as well you might get yourself over there stop buying lenses well yeah <laughs> well no don't don't no no invest in your lenses that's a good advice as well to yeah. people you know like invest in your lenses because your lenses will come with you yeah if you change camera bodies you know what i mean so get good quality glass and it, you know you mentioned there i suppose uh, the first trip is you're going to the isle of sky so will there be midges in the isle of sky when you go there in february i pray to god no <laughs> I bet like, you that's one it, thing you don't um, like about landscape photography. Jeez, like I did, I didn't really mind them, but like just Donegal, I've never witnessed anything like it. It just flying ants. Oh Jesus! Like I was ready to cry. It was that <laughs> bad. I was ready to cry. I never witnessed that in life. I was uh, worse. Were you them. ready to cry because you couldn't take photographs, or were you ready to cry because they wouldn't go away? Don't leave me alone. Like, look at this fat guy on the cliff he shouldn't be here let's eat him that's just the way it was I was just oh it's okay they God. have Bernard and Milo as well though so they weren't oh, specific like you know Jesus it was bad it was bad but look you live and learn Vigenets well, didn't even save us oh yeah I would doubt it like those things hopefully when you get to the other sky now in February that there won't be uh, Midge City Midge I'd be very, floor, su- like. I'd be very surprised if, if they are but I remember yeah, watching doubtful, yeah uh, Declan Purcell, he had a few stories up. He went with Bernard last year in February and it had yeah. snow and everything. It looked absolutely amazing. So I'm, I'm So what 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 spot are you looking forward to getting to the most? Uh the fairy poles. Mm. I'm mad see. Mm. And if we go to store mm. or else the uh, the quarry the quarry ring, is that what you call it? Quarrying or something. Quarry, something like, something that, like yeah. that, yeah. That's yeah. Either of those now I'd like to, I'd like to get a shot of as well. So Well, I'll no just doubt you'll get the shot, boy. Yeah, I'll just be happy to get out there, that's all. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, look, here, we're going to take a quick break there and we'll come back then with our regular segments because you are a guest, right? So I am going to ask you the questions that we ask all around the guests as well. So I hope you've all your answers prepared for the last part. Pressure's on. Podcast. We'll be right back. Hello, I'm Mess Peter Iverson and you're listening to the Irish Photography Podcast. And you're very welcome back to the final part of the Irish Photography Podcast with our special guest, Mark Fletcher. Mark, we always ask our guests a series of questions. And I think, you know, it's quite apt I ask you exact same questions as well here, okay? So, like, it's me hosting this evening because Dodd is on his fortnight off, right? Okay. But normally, we I always give this question to Dodd to ask. So, you know, Dodd always asks the question about gear because he is the king of gas. So, you know, I mean, I, it would be unjust for me to ask any question about anything shiny. But because I'm on my own this evening, I have to ask the question. So I'll ask you a first question, right? Yep, go ahead. Is in regards to the gear, what gear do you use? What system do you shoot? Uh, Canon 80D is my, my camera. Uh, okay. 
that's what I go at the moment. And I use my Sigma 18 to 35 mil. That never comes okay. off the camera. That's always on it. And the only I have one other lens then is the 18 to 135. That's it. Very good. So that's why I want to get the 7200. Okay. <laughs> okay. Add, add okay. A bit to it. So when you think in there now, right, like why did you go for the Sigma 70-200 instead of the Canon if you already had a Sigma glass and it never comes off the front of your camera? Not for me to question your decision by the chance, but just, just what I comes to mind. <laughs> I just don't think about things. Like, like if it's Canon, it's Canon. <laughs> I just go for it. <laughs> and like, uh, anyone I see is a bit of Canon lens, so I just like, okay, everyone's using Canon, so I go with Canon. Yeah, no, it is a, it is a great lens. Like I said, I have exactly the same. And I don't have, I, I have Sigma glass but I don't have the Sigma 70 to 200 because yeah. it's 2.8. It's more expensive and it's a lot heavier. But I was just, you know, should I try on the spot there because you said the Sigma doesn't come off the front. Yeah, it's always on it. <laughs> I love the Sigma. Yeah, Sigma is great. Okay. And speaking the same thing with gear, right? Okay. So, you know, we have a segment. Now, we did have it every single week when we first started the podcast and I quickly ran out of things. Dermot was able to keep going a bit further in regards to the amount of stuff that he's accumulated over the years. And it's got things with products that we use for photography. So we welcome back, I suppose, you know, our missing part, because I ran out of gear anyway, and I'm sick of listening to Dermot talk about his thing shiny. So I'm going to ask you, you know, what is your VSP? And if it's the first time on the podcast, VSP stands for Very Solid Product, a product you wouldn't leave home without, that you'd recommend you put your name in if you could. So what's your VSP, Mark Fletcher? For me, tripod. 100%. With the two-pod? Well, the two-pod at the moment, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the tripod. But uh has to be. Tripod, well, two things. Tripod and the polarizer. Okay. Two, two, two big things. Uh, okay, so at the moment you're on uh, a two-pod. Yep. Is, your, is your polarizer still working perfectly fine? Fantastically fine. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. So if you were to, you can only have one, right? Shit. And like, you know, you're going to say, if I was to be able to be like Peter McKinnon tomorrow and put my name on something, would I put my name on a polarizer or would I put my name on a tripod? Because I really, really think this is don't leave home without it. I can't do what I do without it. Because you're at... Tripod. Okay. Tripod. Definitely tripod. Okay. okay. So you'd forego the polarization? Yeah. Yeah. Just okay. for the tripod. Okay. Yeah. Makes life okay, easier. Yeah. Good. So you heard it first, a two-pod is the best thing there is our VSP. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be shot. <laughs> yeah, I only might break Mark Trolley one as well, so you might have a, a, a duo of two pods. Jesus, don't put the mockers on me. <laughs> I hope not. I hope not. I hope not. And so, you know, speaking of breaking things, right? You know, we ask all our guests for a funny story. So, Mark, give us a funny story. Photography story, though, by the way. Okay. Give us a funny story. Photography. Uh, actually happened this weekend. My cousin okay. is now from Dublin, and he's always asking me to bring him places. So I said, fuck it. I'm going to the Clare Glens because it looks good down there. And lo and behold, we went for a walk and he was going well. So I stopped up at the second waterfall. I was about to take a shot. And I said, be very careful where you walk because it's very slippy. So okay. I was looking through the viewfinder on the camera. And next thing, out of the corner of my eye, I just see two legs go flying up in the air. Oh, Jesus. And this Dublin guy, he's sitting on his ass looking at me. And I just, I couldn't even help him. I, 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 I was in bits <laughs> laughing at him. It was very, it's... One of these things, when you just see someone fall, yeah, I can't help but laugh. This is true. That's why yeah. there's a lot of these videos that are yeah. viewed on TikTok and everything else on a regular basis. So Did my... you record it? Did you video it? Unfortunately not. But I think his girlfriend got four of them sitting in his ass. So it was good. 
<laughs> I was full sure you were going to tell me something that we hadn't heard about what happened on your trip up in Donegal with the two lads. Oh, I, I was full sure there was going to be some extra behind the scenes story that wasn't fit for air there, you know. I had to sign a form. Ah, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Cute, cute whore that burner oh, fella, there's no flies in that fella except in Donegal uh, he's all sewn up all sewn <laughs> up all sewn up and you know what Mark speaking of all sewn up we're actually nearly all done man we got to wrap it up man we're running out of time tell me if people want to find out more about you and see how awesome your photography is how can they find you uh, you'll get me on Instagram at markfletch80 and on Facebook I have I just started a photography page on Facebook it's just Mark Fletcher Photography that's where you'll find me perfect I'm going to go jump over after this and uh, smash that like button thank you very much sir I'd appreciate that no worries bye Mark it's been a pleasure yeah. I've really really enjoyed chatting to you you know and I think like, again for your second ever podcast you, you've done phenomenally well especially to be able to put up with me chatting to you for the last 40 minutes it's just when I have to go for a shower after this and after sweating so much <laughs> <laughs> Listen, thanks a million. And uh, for everybody, thanks for listening in. You know, if you haven't, uh, I suppose, what's the word, rated us on iTunes and stuff like that, really do appreciate it. Go over, give us a comment. Really helps the ratings as well. So thanks very much for listening in. For me, thanks very much. Schlager for Thanks, Mark. Thank you very much. Hey, guys. If you dig what you're hearing, why don't you jump over to iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Give us a five-star rating, and don't forget to share with your friends. With all that done, We'll see you next week, and remember, keep shooting.